0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Hopeful Moments Podcast. My name is Hope Boykin, and as I am starting something brand new with this Hopeful Moments Podcast, I have new ideas, new thoughts, and plans, not resolutions, but a revelation toward new ways to be my best self. I plan to share through a host of my experiences by checking my mirror for truth answering questions, and growing in my own strengths to be as transparent as I can possibly be, which I pray will help someone somewhere. I want every moment spent to be full of hope. I need to be truly true to who I am, can be, and am called to be. So are you ready? Me too. (laughs) Let's talk. So, if I were to give this very first episode a title, I think it would be called Lessons Learned. Now, lessons take a while to learn, but eventually and hopefully, we all get there in the end. Now, I am uh, a professional performing artist. I am a dancer with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. I joined Alvin Ailey in the year 2000, so 19 seasons later, I have learned many lessons. But the first lesson that I am truly going to commit and and put down as, as, a, as a learning lesson is that I am a procrastinator. I tend to, no, let me just say it like it is. I wait until the last minute to do almost everything. My last minute stuff now is often pretty good when it comes to finishing um, something that's due, a paper or an assignment, writing an article, um, getting back to someone. I always wait until the last final minute to pull in the research or I need to stay up late to get things done. And I'll see that there, there are benefits and that my ideas may be fresh, but what could I have done if I had truly started on time? I sit in time, I wallow in time. I actually feel like time swallows me up between Candy Crush and scrolling on YouTube and Instagram. And then the big one, the big thing that that keeps me sitting on the couch with my legs crossed, twiddling my fingers is thinking of all of the ways I can be better, but not doing any of them. It's really frustrating, and I've been frustrated for so long with this. But as I pinpoint it, I realize that this can be a turning point. So then my second lesson that I'll reach out to you and, and share is that I don't truly trust my own talents. Now, yes, I've been a professional dancer and artist and I choreograph and I teach and I mentor young people, but there are times when I just am sitting in insecurity. If I can dance for almost 25 years professionally happy and finding ways to get through pains and aches and dramas and then continue to have this life be the best life that it can be, why wouldn't I trust a new ambition, a new choice, a new goal? Well, let me tell you this story. So I wanted to start my own YouTube channel and I was thrilled because I had decided to share what I really felt those who'd maybe been following my career and supporting me would appreciate hearing, whether it was about my life or my experiences, those downs and ups and downs that I was just telling you about and any other expression that I, I had just come across that I thought would be helpful, I wanted to share. I knew there were young artists and students and dance lovers and parents who sent me thank yous and questions about their careers or their kids or how I could help mentor them. You name it. There were so many things that that I was able to do. And I planned to be a part of this new lifestyle. I was going to be a YouTuber. Now I said I wanted to start my own YouTube channel, but I actually started my own YouTube channel. But one person. One day, one comment made me question all of my motives and my reasons for sharing. Now, the question came in a form that maybe they didn't intend to hit and sting me the way that it did. But for me, it felt like an arrow saying, who are you trying to be? What are you trying to prove? And what were my reasons for sharing? So I stopped, I shut it down and I was angry about it. I had allowed someone, even if they were doing it through love, to take away my desire to do what I really wanted. I had a new goal, I had a new dream, I had a way to invigorate and reinvent myself in my art and in my craft and love what I do. And I was more angry with me than I was with them, but I still couldn't fight. I couldn't fight against that negative comment. I couldn't fight against how I felt with their question. I couldn't fight against it. My will was completely crushed. Like I trusted them, but I didn't trust myself. And I'm trying to figure out why it is I listened because growing up in the dance world, I heard no so many times. No, you're not the right body type. No, you're not pretty enough. No, you're too dark. No, you're all of these things. And those no's didn't sit. But this no landed and stayed and frustrated me to no end. And I was just... I can't even tell you I'm shaking my fists right now because I can remember how angry I was that I allowed one comment to stop me from doing the very thing that I could see so clearly in front of me. So there's a third uh, lesson that I really feel like I've come to grips with, and that is I do, in fact, worry about what other people think. Now, as I said, I've been a dancer professionally uh, performing on stages around the world for over 25 years. And my career as a dancer with the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater really has been being a vessel to the creator. We are constantly auditioning to prove that we are up to standard for each new dance maker and choreographer that comes into the room. But why? I am constantly competing with my idea of what the person in front of me or in front of the room wants. And I am constantly fighting this invisible opponent, so I'm going to ask myself why again. Why is it that? I can't look in the mirror and realize that through my mistakes, through the the ups and downs, through the aches and the pains, through all of the work that I've done for over 25 years, the work that I've done with this one company for almost two decades, why is it that that work can't stand on its own? Why am I still concerned with what someone else thinks? Now, I've made mistakes, and sometimes I feel like I am basically one huge mistake, but I am also here to remind you, as I remind myself, that I am good. I am good enough. I am enough. Now, a friend of mine sent me um, this text, and the text was a quote from a man named Neil Gaiman. I hope I'm pronouncing it properly, but um, this quote, his letter or best wish for me in the new year uh, was this. It says, I hope that in this year to come, you make mistakes because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before. And more importantly, you're doing something. So that's my wish for you, he says, and all of us, and my wish for myself. Make new mistakes. Make glorious mistakes, amazing mistakes. Make mistakes nobody's ever made before. Don't freeze, don't stop, and don't worry that it isn't good enough or isn't perfect. Whatever it is, art or love or work or family or life, whatever it is you're scared of doing, do it. Make your mistakes next year and forever. And if I were to just say that last bit again, I would change it a little bit. And I would say whatever it is you are scared of doing, do it anyway. Make your mistakes now, next year and forever. So I appreciate my friend sending this to me. And he hadn't talked to me in a little while. And he was just checking in because I've recently suffered a setback. I've suffered an injury that caused me to have to have surgery and is going to keep me from performing for the next six to eight weeks, possibly. And so, again, I feel like what could I have done to have made this situation different? What could I have fixed in this world of how could I be better? Well, there was nothing I could do about the bone that chipped in my foot. It had to be removed because it was causing an unpredictable, unbearable pain. So I got the ankle fixed and now I'm in recovery, but I realized that I'm not just recovering from this injury. I'm recovering and healing from everything else that I've been experiencing in these, a lot of years of my life. I almost told you my age and that's not going to happen, at least not today. So as this new year begins and your list of resolutions gets long, take a moment and think about how you're going to do you in the new year. And while you're deciding what you may want to change, listen to this other post I came across um, on social media. It's called A Toast to the Old You. If you feel inspired to use the new year to help you reset or change habits, great. And yet the old you has survived every terrible day, every hard thing, every awful circumstance and every heartbreak you've ever felt. The old you is a fighter, and that's worth celebrating. So remember this. Although our world makes demands of us to be like what we see all around us, we are exactly enough, beautifully and wonderfully made. Wanting to be our best selves is all that's truly important, so let's get out there and be the best we can be, and it has to be for us. Oh, and one more thing. There's nothing impossible for God. So until next time, thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of Hopeful Moments podcast, and I look forward to sharing with you again.